to Apostates Anonymous, the show you turn to when you're no longer a heretic. I'm your host, Matthew J. DiStefano, and for the next hour, I'll be your Sherpa to nowhere in particular. Nowhere in particular. What is good, everyone? I hope everyone is having a great week. I hope everyone had a great weekend last weekend. What have I been doing? Everything's been a blur, man. Everything has been a blur. Moving into a house, like, we, uh, we, we are, we are 75-80% of the way there. We got some projects to do and all that kind of stuff, but, um, it is hard work. Uh, but I'm not, I mean, it's not complaining. I am not, I am not complaining. It is nice to be in a place where we are not on top of each other all the time. So, um, that has been good. I've also been, um, redoing the, uh, the garden and orchard and vineyard that burned down in the campfire at my boy Mike's house. And we are 95% of the way there being ready to plant. So, um, putting in like irrigation system, got the fence up, got everything mulched, going to get some soil, got everything set up for water. It's been, um, I am getting, I, I am finding my inner Samwise Gamgee and, um, getting back in the, in the soil and I dork out on that shit. So, um, it's been really exciting except putting in a drip irrigation, like, really fucks your hands up just putting all those fucking things together. It's like adult Legos kind of. Um, but my hands have been like dry as shit lately. All ashy. I'm an ashy motherfucker. Um, but, but again, I'm not complaining. I like, I like getting my hands dirty and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So it's been fun. It's been super, super fun. Um, but we are here for another episode of Apostates Anonymous. And, um, like I said in the last episode, uh, this this little project might be winding down a little bit here. We might have to put this thing to bed, might have to retire it once we rekindle the bonfire sessions. I'm trying to get Mike uh, to 100% confirm, and I know it's kind of hard just based on his uh, his recent health issues and all that, um, and he's, you know, building a house and getting back into into his house, so it's hard to... It's hard to um, you know, confirm things 100%, but we are 99% sure we're going to rekindle the bonfire session sometime in April. So um, I don't know exactly when this podcast will end, but we are going to do something a little different as we wrap things up. But before we get into that, I just want to tell you all about my Patreon because that is how I make a living. That's one of the ways I make a living. You know, when you're a content creator, you got to add up all the parts to make a whole. And so, you know, I do social work. I run a food program for low-income folks. I um, I write books. I write, I, I, I create podcasts. I write for Patheos. And all of that combined makes, makes me a living. And so uh, if you want to take part in that, if you want to um, pay back, I guess, you know, if, if you've been blessed, if you want to use the Christianese, if you've uh, been inspired by my work or my work has helped you in any way, shape, or form, and you want to give back, it is patreon.com slash mjdistefano. 
you're going to unlock uh, over 100 posts exclusive for patrons, uh, videos, writings, early access to content, uh, all that kind of shit. So uh, patreon.com slash mjdistefano. The link is in the show notes. So click that sign up for as little as a dollar a month. You can you can help me out and help yourself out because you're going to get some cool shit. So with that, let's let's get into um, how the podcast is going to be different for the next. I'm guessing uh, seven or eight episodes, and then we'll and then we'll probably wrap this puppy up with a nice bow. Um, we are well. Let me let me just. I mean, if you don't know, you probably haven't been listening. But I have an album coming out. I guess it's more of a mixtape. Um, I did go into the studio. So, I mean, it's kind of, the lines get blurred, I guess, between whether it's an album and a mixtape. It's, it's, it's all, the lines got blurred between whether it's an EP and an LP. So I've got eight tracks on there. Um, some of them didn't make the cut. I, you know, I've got like 11 or 12 songs, but three or four of them, I was like, nah, I don't know. I'm not feeling this so much, but, um, I, I think eight, eight are making the cut. So uh, a debut album mixtape, whatever you, whatever the fuck you want to call it, I've got coming out. Um, right now, I'm I'm trying to get a distribution company to uh, trying to figure out which one to sign up with to get it on Apple, to get it on Spotify, even Instagram, TikTok, all that kind of good shit. So you can uh, you could go on. Hopefully, you could go on to Instagram, do a story, and and, and my song could, you could be using my song in the background if you want. So trying to figure out which which distribution company is best. And uh, getting all that um, kind of coordinated. Uh, I think I've got a cover idea. Um, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. But um, I think I posted it on Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to check it out. Um, the album is going to be called, or the mixtape is going to be called Burn It Down. Uh, that is the title track. That'll be the eighth track. Um, as you can imagine, I am referencing... The church structure, the hierarchical, patriarchal uh, structure that is Christianity in the West, especially, but maybe, maybe even across the world. Like to quote my boy Derek Day, "Burn that motherfucker, burn that shit to the ground." Um, done with it, not into it. Um, and 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 I use my my lyrics uh, and uh, and and all that throughout the the eight tracks to explain why. Um, I want to burn that shit to the ground. Uh, so in in these podcast episodes, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, you are going to be able to have a chance to listen to one song at the end of the episode. And before we uh, before we embed the song into this podcast episode, I am going to, as the title of the of the episode suggests, I'm going to break down the bars for you. So in hip hop. I mean, I'm a big hip hop head. Um, I take it seriously. I listen over and over to songs. When people might, you know, most people just listen to a song, they move on to the next thing. I listen to something sometimes like, if I'm listening to M, like his new song, Nat, like there is so much that you miss if you just gloss over it. You don't, you don't pick up on the double entendres. You don't pick up on the crazy rhyme schemes. Like when I listen to Kendrick Lamar, like some of his rhyme schemes are insane. Like it's not just da 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 rhyme, but da 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 time. Like he he throws in like rhymes all over the place, and he'll come back to different rhymes, and then like some of the times like bars will start with a rhyme. 
that a du- another bar ended with. And so, I, I mean, I, I like dig into this shit deeper than, than most people do. Uh, I do deep dives and, and listen to what's going on. And so that's what we're going to do on this one. Cause I think most people will miss it. Uh, if you're just listening be like, Oh, it's a catchy tune or whatever. Um, but like hip hop is definitely my thing. So I am going to break it down for you. So I'll just go, I'll talk, I'll talk about one song in each episode. Uh, so the first one, I'm going to, I'm just going to go down how I think the track listing will go. Um, so I'm going to start with 25 years, um, kind of explain the song, give you some, a little bit of deep dive into, uh, into what's going on before we finish it up and, and I'll, I'll embed the song into this episode and then we'll do the next, uh, episode with the next song. Sound good? Well, if it doesn't, you could, you could hit stop now. Uh, you're always free to, to go on your way. But if you're into that sort of thing, let's, uh, let's get into it. So the first track is called 25 Years. It is, uh, uh, maybe the third song I wrote. I can't remember. It, it, this has been like a year, no, two years in the making. Um, so 25 Years is basically, a song about how I spent 25 years in the church, how I spent 25 years as an evangelical, how I spent 25 years uh, leading worship, going to church, grinding, Bible studies, Wednesday, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> like my my uh, my time in the church was was you know I devoted a lot of time to it, and um, it, it didn't go it didn't end well. We'll say that. And uh, so, you know, I got some harsh things to say about it, but that's, see, that's the thing about hip hop though. That's the thing about, I mean, any art, poetry, uh, anything like that. Like sometimes you just get things off your chest. You don't, it's, it's not that I feel what I'm saying in these lyrics all the time, but it's how I've, how I have felt at certain points in my life. And, and so it's like some people get offended. Oh my God. Matt said this or any hip hop artist says this. And it's like, well, it's not how I feel all the time. It's not how they feel all the time. It's like, you got to get some shit off your chest and, and it's not how you feel 90% of the time, but it's how you feel sometimes. And it's important to acknowledge all that. So, uh, the tracks, you know, I've got, um, little intro in the track. Uh, we, we sampled, um, Ray Charles. Uh, so you'll hear that in the track. Um, it was a fun. It was a fun thing to make. It was a fun track to make. Um, I think it's it's a sol- it's got a solid hook, and the flow is um, it's creative. I think it was one of my more creative ones. And uh, when I first wrote it, I envisioned like a slower um, beat, but I, I you know we 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 uh, we got something a little quicker, and I was able to speed up the tempo, and I think it works a lot better. So we'll get into the bars right now. Um, so it starts out. Spent my first twenty five trapped in church culture. Fending off the vultures, then you damn right I became too vulgar. And I'm not look again. I'm not saying like everyone's a vulture, like like cleaning off the meat of a carry on, uh, but that's how you feel sometimes, right? So you feel like you've been picked on by pastors, by structures, um, and then when you're too when you're too vulgar, when you when you ask too many questions, when you say too much, it's it's like they don't want you anymore. Um, I called them all on their shit. It was fucking sulfur. Like King James, I broke away and the game was over. Crossed the fuck over. 
So I know I rhymed over and over, but it's, it's, you know, it's like one of those things where I end a bar with over and then I'm going to start it with the same thing. So kind of tie that in. And the King James reference is to LeBron James. Um, you broke away and the game was over. So if you, if you, if you have a breakaway and you make like the game winning layup, um, and then I, and then I tie that in with the next bar, cross the fuck over, um, like a double meaning there, like a crossover in basketball. But then like I crossed over to the other side of evangelicalism. So like I crossed over to heresy land. I crossed over to apostasy land. And then I go cross the fuck over. I guess it was by divine design. Like that's like an homage to the Calvinists. You know, you're either, you're either elect or you're not. Um, but don't, you know, don't worry. But, but I'm like a fine red wine. I only get better with time. I spit my rhyme, smoke green and chill on cloud nine. And yeah, you hating, but motherfucker, you in decline. Uh, so I'm kind of like juxtaposing being on cloud nine. Up, 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 and then uh, evangelicalism being in decline. Uh, historically, people are leaving the church, you know. So, and yeah, I smoke weed. So there, I smoke green and chill on cloud nine. So I'm juxtaposing that. So yeah, you, yeah, you hating, but motherfucker, you in decline. You need to rewind and press pause on this bitch. Meaning, like, slow your roll, like, back up, pause before you start hating. Uh, and then I'm Harry Kane with a hat trick. I'll run you off of this pitch. I, I that that line doesn't work as much anymore because Tottenham sucks. Harry Kane's their striker. He does. He's still amazing. <laughs> but if anyone doesn't know what a hat trick is, it's three goals. Tottenham's been shit lately, so we'll just pretend that they're good and that line still works. <laughs> I'll run you off of this pitch. So go and snitch. That's cool. You could tell your pastor and shit that your boy Matty Ice lost his mind and fell off his fucking hitch. Uh, I haven't fell off my hitch. Like I haven't lost my mind. I've. Um, I've found it. I've found my way in the world. Um, all right, but you know that's a lie. I've been on my grind. It's been in my mind that I got two best-selling books by the time that I penned this rhyme. Uh, I mean, they're Amazon bestsellers in their category. They're not New York Times bestsellers. Someone, someone, <laughs> I, I posted lyrics to this song one time, and someone was like, well, you can't call yourself a bestseller because it's not a New York Times, but I'm, up, 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 up. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, man. Jesus Christ. You know, if if <laughs> if you need me to not call myself a best-selling author, that's fine. Just you know what, relax. Um, uh, uh, where was I? It's been in my mind that I got two best-selling books by the time that I penned this rhyme. God damn it, it's so divine. God damn it, I can't be confined. You know, I juxtapose God damn it and divine. You know, so I'm kind of being crass and sacred at the same thing. Uh, my flows and rhymes be fire, real like genuine. Bitch, I'm a horse, you a pony. You Dell and I'm Sony. Uh, so that's, that's like, um, I'm being a little bit, uh, arrogant, but, um, so I'm, I'm real like genuine who wrote the song Pony. If you remember that song, um, so I'm saying I'm a horse, you're a pony. I'm big, you're small. Kind of, you know, a little wordplay there. You're Dell and I'm Sony. I, I think, uh, someone asked about this line one time. They're like, well, Dell is good now. And I was like, well, but historically, I remember them as being shit. And Sony, like the PlayStation, is big. So that's all I'm doing. Um, I'm real like J-Lo and Rule. They had a song. J-Lo and Ja Rule have a song called Real. Um, and then I say, you're real like Trump's tan. Phony. <laughs> that's a good one. Phony, fake. Bitch, ain't it great how you could be so goddamn lightweight? And yeah, you the devil, but still, I'm crafty like a snake in the grass. I'm smoking that grass. That don't mean I won't be all over your ass. Spitting that master class. Rhymes in the upper class. Empty the pews in mass. Fuck living out of the past. Living the present. Uh, so let me let me break that one down. I say, um, 
Yeah, you're the devil, but still I'm crafty like a snake in the grass. So uh, in Hebrew, uh, I think it's arum is the word for uh, crafty. It's used to describe the uh, the snake in the Garden of Eden. Uh, so they might be the devil, but I'm cr- I'm still crafty like a snake. Uh, and then you know, so a little little wordplay there. Um, so I'm smoking that grass. You know, uh, most people think that potheads are lazy. Uh, I'm not even a pothead anymore, but I do smoke. Um, that don't mean I won't be all over your ass, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to still grind. Like the the um, the belief that potheads are or people who smoke weed are lazy, uh, unmotivated. It's just not true. I mean, someone made a joke about like how the best wide receiver, the fastest swimmer, and the fastest runner uh, at one time were all all, all have been. Uh, caught using using weed so uh phelps i think uh there's a scandal with him smoking weed um at the time i think it was um who was it chad johnson chad ocho cinco smoking weed one of the one of the uh wide receivers and then uh usain bolt i think uh was smoking weed so it's like joe rogan smokes weed too and like dude that dude's like stacked in his 50s i think so uh it's just not true where was i here um, uh, spit in that master class rhymes in the upper class, uh, empty the pews in mass or on moss, uh, fuck living out of the past, live in the present. You're talking way too much shit. I'm putting your ass on blast. You guessed it. That's right. I said it and you damn right. I meant it. Uh, everything I say, I mean at the time, like I try not to be reactionary. Um, but I mean this shit, you know, um, everything I say laser focused and yeah, I never regret it. You know, uh, there's not, that's not to say that I don't do things that I regret, but it's just in this context, like I said, hip hop is about saying something. It's about speaking truth to power. It's about getting something off your chest. It's about saying what needs to be said or what you feel like needs to be said. So in this context, like nothing I'm saying, I regret, like I'm saying some shit, but I don't regret it in, in like, I'm not being reactionary. It's something that needs to be said. It's how I feel in the moment. It's like I'm either going to implode inside or I'm going to get this shit off my chest. Either I'm going to shove it down and and, and it's going to be super unhealthy or I'm going to say something and put it in a form that is helpful, I think, that gets people thinking, that gets me just – if no one even listens to this, it helps me like get shit off my chest so I don't have resentment, so I don't hold grudges. Um. I'm lit like a cigarette, sharp like a bayonet. Bitch, you can't handle my shit, so get the fuck off my dick. You making me sick, shit. Uh, that's again, what, that's one of those crass lines where I just need to, I just need to vent things out. Like I'm being clever, I'm being, I'm using a lot of wordplay and and rhyme schemes, and then it's just like, and then it's just <laughs> like a little bit of braggadocia, like, um, it's just getting something off, you know. Uh, so then the hook is spent 25 years, yeah, 25 years, preyed on by pastors, feeding off of my greatest fears, spent 25 years, I won't spend one more, I guess the devil got me laid bare on the threshing floor. Yeah, I mean, I felt preyed on, that, that I felt preyed on by people, like, I know it's not the 100% truth, I know uh, a lot of people, a lot of pastors are just doing the best they can, um, but you feel preyed on, like, like, like the minute you start questioning something is the minute they don't need you anymore. They don't want you as a worship leader. They don't want you at Bible study. Um, it's almost like, no, we don't need your money now. We got all these other sheep. We got all these other people um, who show up on Sunday. They don't ask questions. 
and they tithe to twice a Sunday sometimes, you know. We got hit we got hit with a with a uh an offering at you know, right after the the slow song in a minor key that gets you all emotional. And then we got hit at the end after the sermon sometimes. Uh I forget what they called it, but they were like double tapping, man. They'd get you on the way out the door too. So that's how you, you feel preyed on by that kind of stuff, man. We had a, I had a, I went to a church, the church I went to, like in the midst of the 07, 08 mortgage crisis, bank crisis, these motherfuckers were, um, they had this program called the mortgage monkey. They were going to get the mortgage monkey off their, off their back. And, um, they had like a $2 million mortgage. And you know people were foreclosing in the pews. You know they were short selling. You know they were struggling to make their mortgage. And they and they they paid their shit off like quick at the church. I was like, damn, isn't this opposite? I was even thinking that back then. Isn't this opposite? Like, shouldn't the church be there to be like, hey, the mortgage monkey is getting on your back. We're gonna collect a bunch of money and we're gonna pay off y'all's mortgage and we'll get to ours when when it's all said and done. That's how I thought of it, but teach their own, I guess. All right. So the next, uh, the next verse is not quite as many bars. Uh, let's see. The first, damn, all these trucks outside. Uh, the first um, verse was four, four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, twenty-four, twenty-eight bars, and I think the next set is like twenty, twenty-four. Um, all these people cutting goddamn trees outside my house. Don't they know I'm podcasting? All right, second verse. Uh, pastors say he praying, but we know he really praying shit. Don't get it twisted. I spell praying and praying differently. So pastors say he's praying. Hands together praying for you, but we know he really praying shit. P-R-E-Y-I-N-G. He needs you lined up in the pew is all I'm saying shit. That's what I was just saying earlier. You just need, we, they need numbers. The dumber, the better. Just tell them all what they want to hear. Um, don't ask questions. Keep them ignorant. Basically, my, my experience in the church was go hear a sermon that you already believe. Go hear something that you already know and believe. Go confirm what I already know. So the dumber, the better. Just tell them all what they want to hear. Add a pinch of fear and they'll crawl back year after year. That's it. Hit them with... Hit him with uh, Lord, Lord, I never knew you. Hit him with hell texts. Hit him with shit about the rapture and revelation. They'll come back. Most of them. Not me. <laughs> Most of them. That's the MO, the modus operandi. That's the MO, it's clear. The order of fucking operations. Keep the sheep in line. Remind them of hell. They own damnation. Just, just remind them about that shit. Ain't that the foundation? Ain't it? Go to church so you don't go to hell. Ain't that the fixation? That's it. They fixated on this shit. It's not about what we do right now. It's not about being uh, like in Buddhism. It's not about being present, being here, being uh, contemplative, being meditative. It's not about being this in this present moment. Whatever you're doing, you're doing it to the you know the fullest capability. No, the fixation is what happens when we die. The fixation is don't go to hell. The fixation is better get better not get left behind. Again. This is broadly speaking, this is my experience. It's a lot of y'all's experience. Um, ain't that the foundation? Ain't that the fixation? They got you locked up in chains like a slave on a white plantation. That's that's harsh, but there is a history of Christian white 
nationalism, Christian white uh, rulers and leaders and having theology that, that oppresses others, black folks, brown folks, there is a history of that, using the Bible to justify slavery. So I'm just saying that the, the two are similar. They got you locked up spiritually. They got you locked up in real time. But religion has been used for both and continues to be used, mainly spiritual enslavement, but maybe a little bit of like, you know, the two can't, the two can't always be separated, is what I'm saying. Um, but fuck that. Your boyfriend a buck back. Your boyfriend a clap back. Your boy never backtracked. This shit is like combat, bitch. It's like that. So, I mean, this is like, it's like, um, you know, using kind of an analogy. It's like war. It's like a spiritual war almost. Not in a, not in a violent draw arm sort of way, but you know, it's kind of like that. I never retract. I never react. These words are well thought out and shit. You fucked around too long to know what I'm about and shit. It's just, it's true. Um, I'm pointed and harsh. I'm salty and dark. I am. I could be harsh. I'm very pointed. I, I could be a little salty. A little too salty for white folks. <laughs> of which I suppose I am, being Sicilian. Um, you know, we're considered white. But I, but I, you know, I like the salty food. You know, Sicilian folks and black folks hung out for a long time. Um, we hung out for a long, long time. Uh, so I'm not into this, like, <laughs> white food. You got to put some salt in that shit. Um, so <laughs> you got to have some flavor. My grandmother, God rest her soul, uh, was, was a, was a salty Sicilian woman and she knew how to flavor shit. She knew how to make it taste good. Um, pointed and harsh. I'm salty and dark. I'll burn the shit all the way down to the ground in the middle of town. If you give me a goddamn spark. And yeah, I'm that spark. It's true. Me and my crew, me and my squad. And then I got a little, a little sound bite. Um, so I distorted some something someone said. I think it was Ricky Gantz, uh, which we'll get to his diss track in a couple weeks. Um, uh, that one's going to be interesting to talk about. <laughs> um, I got a little thing that says, it says Heretic Happy Hour. So that's my squad. I'm calling you all on your shit for being a fake, a fraud. That's what it is, man. Christianity is fake. It's fake as shit. Everyone's got a mask on, and, and I'll get to this. I, I, I got a line in um, in the song, Burn It Down, the title track. Um, like Jim Carrey, you're wearing a mask, liar, liar. Um, you know, he had, a, he, had the, he had the movie The Mask and Liar, Liar. Um, but it's like, it's like they're wearing a mask. And I made, the, I made a quip about it on Facebook. Like, how come Christians are so against wearing a mask, but they've been wearing one the whole time? It's like we go to church, and we talked about, I talked about it on the show with December Rose. It's like we go to church and we got to be plastic. We got to be fake. We can't air our, our laundry. You know, we can't be real. That's that, This is the place where you're supposed to be able to bring shit to the door and be like, hey, I'm struggling with this, 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 this. And it's not going to become a prayer request for Matt because he's did a, did a, a gossip session. It's like you could be real. You could be real, real at church. But no, you got to be a fake. It's the culture we live in. It's the culture of fine. And to some degree, like, yeah, hey, I don't want to talk about it. I'm fine. But if people want to talk about it, church should be the place where you could do that. If you don't want to talk about it, hey, you're walking down the street. How are you, Matt? Long time. no. I got shit on my mind. I got shit on my plate. Hey, I'm fine. I'm good. Uh, you know, that's that's that should be, I do that all the time. And I want to do that. I don't want to get into it with everyone. But if I'm at a Bible study, if I'm at, if I'm at church, 
And I want to be able to have this place be my place where I can vent shit, where I can say shit, where I can say the word shit and not have people, oh my God, I could be real. But no, you can't even do that. You can't say the right, you can't say certain words, can't believe certain things, can't have certain feelings, can't be certain sexuality, can't be a certain gender. And yeah, you, oh yeah, you could be a certain gender. No, you can't. You can't be trans at most churches. We welcome all. I always see those signs. Sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent here, man. But that's the end of the verse. So um, get on a tangent. But I, I always laugh at these, like, all are welcome. All are welcome. You sure? You sure? You know, my, my trans friend, she's welcome. My really, really out of the closet, fabulous gay friend, he's welcome to your church. No, he's, he's welcome to change how you want him to change. Or she's welcome to change how you want her to change. But you're not welcome. I think we need to redefine or re-understand what the word welcome means. I was always told that. I was told that by family. Oh, you're always welcome here. I'm welcome? No, old Matt is welcome. The Matt who asked the questions in his head was welcome. But not the Matt who asked the questions out loud is welcome. That Matt's not welcome. Because welcome doesn't just mean you can be here. Welcome means like welcome with open arms, who you are. Come as you are. Like we're not here to change you. Now, if you're doing some shit that's harmful to your to yourself and others, yeah. Let, let's let's talk about some change. But like not just because you have questions or you're doubting something. Church has got to be real, not a fake, a fraud. Oh, and then I get, I, I go back, uh, going back to the song here. You guessed it, that's right. I said it, you damn right. I meant it. Everything I say lays a focus. That's just kind of like a little pre-chorus. So I got like four bars, same as, same as the first four bars going into the, um, into the hook. And then the hook is just double as long as the, uh, the first one. Spent 25 years. Yeah, 25 years. Prayed on by pastors, feeding off of my greatest fears. Spent 25 years. I won't spend one more. I guess the devil got me laid bare on the threshing floor. And then, uh, the last line, I do, I do that again, except, uh, I guess the devil got me. Ain't no reason to pray no more. Meaning like, hey, if you say the devil got me, I guess you don't need to pray any longer. Don't even worry about it. Like, so, it goes back to that that line, uh, pastors say he praying, but we know he really praying shit. Like, hey, if you believe in the devil and you believe that the devil tricked me, like, just be honest. Just be real. Don't pray for me anymore. Don't say you're praying for me anymore. Because I know all these people who say, oh, I, 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 I'm going to pray for you, man. Maybe they do it once. Maybe. I had one person, um, we, were, we had a discussion about hermeneutics and exegesis and biblical interpretation, and it, and he and he ended the conversation. This is so fucking condescending. I'm just going to pray for you. Pray for, pray for me? For what? For what? Go pray for fucking people starving. Go pray for people getting bombs dropped on them. Go pray for people with cancer. Don't pray for my hermeneutics. You're, you're, you're this virtue signaling bullshit. Come on. Don't pray. Don't pray for me. You want to pray for me? Pray for me. Don't pray for me if you're if it's just like, hey, help Matt find the truth. Help Matt find the way. Which means white evangelical Calvinist, whatever. No. Oh, get get the right. Don't pray for me to get the right a substitutionary atonement correct. 
<laughs> that is not a legit prayer, man. That is not a legit prayer. The the um kind of the template of our prayer is like is the Lord's prayer. We're 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 praying for something a little more specific than hey, get atonement correct. Hey, get hermeneutics correct. Make sure you read Paul the right way. We really got to pray for you on that one. Get the fuck out of here. No, just how about study? How about study if you want if you want to do that, if that's your thing. But don't pray for me. The devil got me. Don't pray for me. That's it. Now I don't believe that. I, I I don't I don't feel like the devil got me. I don't even believe in the devil in that way. Um, I think it's a fine analogy, but ontologically speaking, uh, no, I don't I don't think there's a dude named the devil who's like in this cosmic battle with God, and you know that's uh, that's Zoroastrianism, uh, pretty much borrowed from Zoroastrianism. I don't believe that shit. If you do, that's fine. That's cool. Like we're still cool. I'm not gonna pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> to come around and uh <laughs> I'll pray please pray for my listener who disagrees with me on the ontology of the devil like get the fuck out of here you're gonna be like Kendrick ain't nobody praying for you <laughs> ain't nobody praying for me all my grandmama's dead that's true my grandmas are dead so ain't nobody praying for me I'm on your head hey all right let's get into the song now I'll leave you with that. That'll be our outro song. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it um I hope it doesn't at least turn you off because I'm gonna have fun talking about all the songs. We're gonna be breaking down bars, people. Um, so peace and love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Again, if you want to support my work, patreon.com slash MJ Now let's get into it. 25 years by your boy. Oh, I, I haven't even talked about my name. I'll talk about my name next time. My 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 uh got it from Got it from... I'll I'll get into it next time. 25 years by your boy. Trapped in church culture, fending off the vultures Then you damn right, I became too vulgar I called them all on they shit, it was fucking sulfur Like King James, I broke away and the game was over Cross the fuck over, I guess it was by divine design But I'm like a fine red wine, I only get better with time I spit my rhymes, smoke green and chill on cloud nine And yeah, you hatin', but motherfucker, you in decline You need to rewind and press pause on this bitch I'm Harry Kane with a hat trick, I'll run you off of this pitch So go and snitch, that's cool, you can tell your pastor and shit That your boy Matty Ice lost his mind and fell off his fucking hitch But you know that's a lie, I've been on my grind It's been on my mind that I got two best-selling books By the time that I penned this rhyme God damn it, it's so divine God damn it, I can't be confined My flows and rhymes be fire, real like genuine Bitch, I'm a horse, you a pony You Dell and I'm Sony I'm real like J-Lo and Rue You real like Trump's tan, phony Think, bitch, ain't it great? How you can be so goddamn lightweight? And yeah, you the devil, but still I'm crafty like a snake in the grass I'm smoking that grass That don't mean I won't be all over your ass Spitting that master class Rhymes in the upper class 
ass Empty the pews and mass Fuck living out of the past Live in the present You talking way too much shit I'm putting your ass on blast You guessed it, that's right I said it You damn right, I meant it Everything I say laser focused And yeah, I never regret it I'm lit like a cigarette Strapped like a bayonet Bitch, you can't handle my shit So get the fuck off of my dick You making me sick, shit, shit That's 25 years, yeah, 25 years Prayed on my past is feeding off on my greatest fears Spent 25 years, I won't spend one more I guess the devil got me laid there on the threshing floor Has to say he praying, but we know he really praying shit He needs you lined up in the pew is all I'm saying shit The dumber the better, just tell them all what they wanna hear Add a pinch of fear and they'll crawl back year after year That's the MO, it's clear, the order of fucking operations Keep the sheep in line, remind them of hell, they own damnation Ain't that the foundation? Ain't that the fixation? They got you locked up in chains like a slave in a white plantation But fuck that Your boy finna buck back Your boy finna clap back Your boy never backtrack This shit is like combat Bitch it's like that I never retract Never react These words are well thought out and shit You fucked around too long To know what I'm about and shit I'm pointing at harsh I'm salty and dark I'll burn this shit all the way down to the ground in the middle of town if you give me a goddamn spark. And yeah, on that spark, it's true, me and my crew, me and my squad. We're calling you all in your shit for being a fake, a fraud. You guessed it, that's right, I said it. You damn right, I meant it. Everything I say, laser focused, and yeah, I never regret it. I'm lit like a cigarette, sharp like a bayonet. Bitch, you can handle my shit, so get the fuck off of my dick, you making me sick. Shit, shit. That's 25 years, yeah, 25 years. Straight on my past is feeding off on my greatest fears. Spent 25 years, I won't spend one more. I guess the devil got me laid there on the threshing floor Spent 25 years, yeah, 25 years Prayed on my past and speeding on for my greatest fears Spent 25 years, I won't spend one more I guess the devil got me, ain't no reason to pray no more